Herbert Marshall as The Man Called X. Wherever there is mystery, intrigue, romance, in all the strange and dangerous places of the world, there you will find The Man Called X. But first, listen for a moment to America's famous singing star. And now, here's Bing Baggy Pants Crosby. Oh, yeah. Ken, that type of introduction's entirely uncalled for. Well, I'm, I'm sorry, Bing, but your clothes are a little rumpled tonight. A little rumpled. Yeah. Look, I can tell you why. I had a very rough train trip up from Los Angeles. I, I had a horrible experience. I shared an upper berth with Bob Hope. <laughs> That's the last time I ever get stuck in a berth with groaning Lisa. Why did you have to have Hope in the berth with you? He broke out of his crate. <laughs> Let's move along to uh, something musical, huh? Chesterfield, Chesterfield, always wins first place. That milder, mild tobacco never leaves an aftertaste. So open a pack, give them a smell. Then you'll smoke them. Don't forget to give Crosby for Christmas. Yes, give Chesterfield Christmas cartons with Bing as Papa Santa Claus. <laughs> It happened on a moonless night near a peaceful oasis on the vast South Arabian desert. One moment, the small, well-piloted plane was coming in for a quiet, uneventful landing. And the next... The following morning, the pilot of that plane lies in a hospital room in Beirut, Syria. Arabs. That line. They... Ken... You still there, Ken? I'm here, Jack. Go on, yes. Guns. Somebody's smuggling guns. Explosives. Can't let them, Ken. Can't let them destroy Tapline. Who's behind it, Jack? Who's smuggling these guns into the Arabs? Who's after the Tapline? Mud. Red mud. What about red mud? R- red mud. Stop, Ken. Stop. Jack. Okay, Jack. I'll see what I can do. Oh. Looking for someone? Oh, oh, why, yes. I was looking for the room of Mr. Jack Buckley. You might find that easier by looking for the room numbers above the doors, not by leaning against them. Oh. Oh, yes, I, I see. What did you want with Jack, Miss... Uh, Antia. Marilise oh. Antia. I'm Jack's fiancé. I have just heard of his accident and I... But you have just been in his room. Tell me, well, how is he? I'm sorry, Miss Antia. So he is dead. Jack is dead. So young, so much to live for. And now he has been killed by the hand of fate. That's one way of putting it, Miss Antia. What do you mean? Somebody pumped two bullets into his back. So that's why Jack Buckley wired you to go, go to Beirut, Ken. Somebody's after the tap line, eh? Looks like it, Chief. They're apparently smuggling in arms and explosives to some maverick Arab tribes, expecting them to do the dirty work for them. But good Lord, Ken, that Trans-Arabian oil pipeline is vital to us. It's vital to the whole Western Hemisphere, Chief. When somebody said that oil is the lifeblood of democracy these days, he wasn't kidding. Right. So what are we going to do about it? That pipeline runs through a thousand miles of desert. How can we even start to protect it? You can start by tipping off the Saudi Arabian government. 
They'll put some men to work on it. Hmm. What about you, Ken? Oh, I'll just relax here and buy route at the government house bar until Pagon arrives. Pagon? Yes. Miss Brooks told me he was in the waiting room there when my call came through. I'll give eight to five he's listening in on an extension phone right now. If he is, I'll ring his eavesdropping neck for him. Better hold it until he gets back, Chief. I can use him here. What in the world could you possibly use Zellschmidt for? This is a plenty dirty deal we're mixed up in. And some of the worst come on earth are right here in Beirut. I can't think of anybody more at home in this situation than Pagan. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Thirst. Here you are, Thurston Effendi. A martini with onions. Thank you. Keep the change. A thousand thanks, Effendi. A thousand thanks. Very, very funny. Uh, uh, waiter. Oh, waiter. Yes, Edwards, Effendi. Scotch and soda for the young lady and myself. Uh, your best scotch, you understand? Yes, Effendi. A burr peg for you, Hassan? A burr peg, Stephen, if you please. It's not what I please, Hassan. You're the one who has to drink this filthy stuff. <laughs> that right, Marilys? Stephen, darling, on such a wonderful evening as this, I could not disagree with anyone about anything. Not with Hassan over his burr peg. Nor with Mr. Thurston over the onion in his martini. I was wondering if you remembered me, Miss Anzian. How could I forget, considering the circumstances under which we met? I should like to have you meet two friends of mine, Stephen Edwards and Hassan Alkar. Gentlemen, this is Mr. Ken Thurston. How do you do? American, eh, Thurston? That's right, Edwards. I suppose you're in the oil business. In a way, yes. And your recommendations are complete. You're in oil, you're a friend of the delectable Marilys... And I'm sure you'll be delighted to attend a house party I'm giving at Merzwar. Merzwar? Yes. A large oasis in the Saudi Arabian desert, Mr. Thurston. Stephen has a home there. It has become a mecca for those interested in oil. Oh. Yes, a quite democratic one, too. Stephen has entertained all classes, from King Ibn Saud down to lowly construction engineers such as Jack Buckley. I see. Well, will you join us at Mizra? That'll depend on how some business turns out for me here. Suit yourself, Thurston. Your drinks are ready, Edwards Effendi. Good. We'll have them at that table in the corner. Come on, Marilys, Hassan. This place gets more depressing by the minute. Of course, Stephen, darling. I do hope you will be able to make it to Mizra again. I think you will find it most interesting. Yeah. And I should like to express my hope to see you there, Mr. Thurston. Also, to add a slight note of warning. Warning? Yes. One must beware of mirages on the desert. Please do not disregard them as did Jack Buckley. You see, he was flying to Mirzwa when the accident occurred. This is Ken Thurston. Ah, so I have found you in your hotel room at last, monsieur. Well, allow me to inform you, monsieur and Thurston, that under no circumstances will you be allowed to get away with this outrageous swindle. Swindle? What else would you call this bare-faced attempt to bring 500 empty brass watch cases into Beirut? Brass watch case? Just who are you, anyway? My name is Norbert. Lucien Norbert. French customs office. Ah, that explains it. It does not explain anything to me, monsieur. 
Right. Are you in your office, Norbert? That is correct. Good. Then just hang on to Pagan Zellschmidt until I get there. There's nothing to get all excited about, Mr. X. It's all just one big happy mistake. Oh, sure. Oh, sure. After all, this Arabian desert is pretty tough on watches. Yeah. All that sand and stuff and, and sand. Well, so in case something happened to mine, I brought just a few spare cases. Five hundred of them. <laughs> so I'm not an optimist. You were optimist enough to ship them under my name, Pagan, and figure you could peddle them to the Arabs as good American watches. Uh, it's lucky that Norbert latched onto them. Well, uh, Monsieur Thurston, your receipt for the fine and for the duty paid on the watch cases. Give it to Zellschmidt, Monsieur Norbert. To me? What do I want it for this? You'll be paying for it. Out of your salary. M- Mr. Thurston. I trust that this will be a lesson to you, Monsieur. An example of our alertness to all attempts at smuggling. You do all right with watches, Norbert, but what about guns, ammunition, high explosives? And what is your interest in all this, Monsieur Thurston? I'm interested in oil, Norbert. Tapline oil. Ah. We, I understand. So? I would not know of this smuggling of firearms, monsieur, officially. And unofficially? What would you do, monsieur? We are badly undermanned. There are many long kilometers of uninhabited coastline. On any dark night, a ship could move into shore undetected. Yeah. Its cargo could be picked up by plane. There are natural landing fields near practically every large oasis. What about Merswa? It has a private field, owned by Monsieur Stephen Edwards. Uh-huh. And this may be of interest to you, Monsieur Thurston. Not far from that landing field is one of the tap line's main pumping stations. It makes it a bit awkward, Thurston, this late decision of yours to come to my party at Merswa. Does it? Yes. The plane I'm flying is already filled up. But I have another one here in Beirut. You can fly out yourself if you want to tackle it. Why not? Good. There's radio to clear the field when you're set to come in. And we'll welcome you with open arms and a raised glass. You know something, Mr. X? I think I should have stood in New York. I don't like flying around all over this desert sand and at night yet. Don't worry about it, Pagan. They told us at my route that Edwards Field is well equipped with lights. <laughs> Those jokers. What do they know about anything anyways? Five hours it took them to put a couple of nuts and bolts in this flying junk heap. It had a crack manifold. <laughs> if they knew their business, they could have pasted it up or something. Cheer up, Pagan. We should almost be there. I'll see if I can raise them. This is Thurston calling Edwards at Merswell. Thurston to Merswa. Can you read me? Over. We read you loud and clear, Thurston. We can hear your engine, too. You must be close enough to start setting down. You could fool me, Edwards. We can't see a thing from up here. I'll have the landing lights turned on. There's no wind and plenty of runway, so you shouldn't have any trouble. Happy landings. Over and out. We're falling, we're falling! Oh, relax, you idiot. We're only going in for a landing. Landing? On what? Who can see anything down there in all that blackness? There are the lights now. And the runway's right between them. Now, hang on to your hat. We're going in. Take 
it easier. The wheels will be touching any second. Then we could... Hang on, Pagan. Something's wrong. We will continue with The Man Called X in just a moment. Here's a word from RCA Victor. Only 12 shopping days left till Christmas. But that's not bothering America's snappiest families. They need only one day to select the greatest family gift in history. An RCA Victor complete home entertainment combination. They are pooling their dreams and their money to buy the gift that keeps on giving and giving and giving. Giving not just to one, but to all. Giving not just today, but every hour, every day, every year. Giving not just RCA Victor Radio or recorded music or television, but all three combined in one magnificent cabinet. Why don't you join together and agree this minute to meet each other next Monday at your RCA Victor dealers to choose your matchless RCA Victor Radio Phonograph Television combination. You'll find it costs far less than you'd pay for each instrument separately you'll find that your RCA Victor combination is the greatest gift each of you ever made to the year-round happiness of all of you. Now, Act Two of The Man Called X, starring Herbert Marshall, with Leon Belasco as Pagan Zellschmidt. Pagan? You okay? Pagan. Go away, don't bother me. Huh? I just found an angel who's a sucker for empty brass watch cases. Yeah, I'm sorry, Pagan, you're not dead yet. I'm not? I'm not? But after that crush, I gotta be. That's what somebody else thought. Come on. Let's get out of here. What? What happened anyways? Somebody threw us a curve. Huh? Hey, what kind of a runway is this? Nothing but, but sand. That's right. But the custom guy that Lucien Norbert said there was a good landing field in Mirzwa. Well, there probably is, but this isn't Mirzwa. Please, Mr. Hicks, don't be playing 64 questions with me. I told you someone threw a curve as a pagan. By stringing portable landing lights out in the middle of the desert. But what kind of a joker would do a thing like that? Don't he know he, he could kill somebody that way? He knew it, pagan. Then why did he... Uh, ooh... Oh, Mr. X. Let's start walking. I think we'll find the rest of the answers at Merzwa. That's right, Edwards. What happened? Where's your plane? Why didn't you come into the field? Go ahead, Mr. Thurston. Go ahead. Tell him a couple of things or two, will you? If you didn't know what happened to us, how come you're out in the desert with that half-track? Well, I was worried about you. Oh. Yes, the lights on my field had shorted and I couldn't get them on. When I tried to call you back, my radio was dead. Pretty convenient coincidence, wasn't it? I'm not sure I know what you're talking about, Thurston, but I am sure I don't like the way you say it. And I don't like to be murdered, Edwards. Murdered? You wouldn't happen to have any portable landing light gear at Merswell, would you? As a matter of fact, I did have. But it was stolen. Before or after Jack Buckley's plane crashed? Before. But I failed to see... And that plane he cracked up in, was it one of yours? 
And was he trying to land at Marswell when he crashed? Now, look here, Thurston. You're right about all of these things. But I'll be hanged if I'm going to stand here and be cross-examined about... Wait a minute. Are you trying to say that you've cracked up, too? And you think that somebody used fake landing lights in order to get both of... You're doing all right, Edwards. Why stop now? I will see that you're flown back to Beirut in the morning. What's the matter? Afraid something might happen if I stick around? No, but apparently you are. And who knows, Thurston? You may be right. I did promise you a drink when you arrived at Miswa Thurston. If you care to join me, I'll be in the bar. Make mine a triple scotch, Mr. Edwards. Sorry, Peyron. You've got work to do. Work? I want you to snoop around here. Talk to the servants. Learn whatever you can about smuggling. Particularly arms and ammunition. But, Mr. Rick... Get started, Peyron. But, but... Plane crashed in accidental landing, Thurston. How unfortunate. Yes, wasn't it? The only trouble, Hassan, is that our uh, unappreciative guest doesn't think it was an accident. But what else could it have been, Stephen? Ask Thurston. He's the one with a suspicious mind. Let's skip it, Marius. Maybe that crash shook me up a little too much. Maybe I'm seeing things around there. A change of heart, Thurston? Or a cover-up? They're your questions, Edwards. What do you think? Here's your drink. That discharges my duties as a host. One of the servants will show you to your room when you're ready to retire. Uh, Aren't you being a little rude, Stephen? A matter of definition, my dear. Let's go to the game room, Hassan. Uh, of course, Stephen. Though I do regret Thurston's involvement in this unfortunate matter. It was to be expected, however. Was it, Hassan? It is only natural that Western strangers run into difficulties when they attempt to pry into Middle East affairs. See you later, Thurston. Yeah. Coming, Marilys? Stephen, I... I feel badly about... Are you coming, Marilys? Yes, Stephen, of course. Good night, Thurston. Ken, there is a fountain at the rear of the gardens. Meet me there in ten minutes. Huh? Because you are right, Ken. Someone did try to murder you. As they murdered Jack Buckley. And I can tell you who that someone is. <laughs> to be late, Ken. Stephen is in an ugly mood. It took me longer to get away than I had thought. I don't mind waiting. If you can tell me who killed Buckley and why. I can tell you, Ken. Though I am not certain that I'm going to. Well, why not? It might place my life in danger, too. You knew that when you arranged this little meeting. I think it's only fair that I be paid for the risk I take. Huh. So that's it. What else did you think it could be, darling? How much, Marilis? Ten thousand dollars. Oh, you don't come cheap, do you? Building the tap line wasn't cheap either. Well, okay. No dice, Marilis. Aren't you being rather foolish, darling? Maybe, but I'd hate to pay out that money and then find that you were the person after me.
Hey, why are we wandering around in this airplane garage anyways, Mr. Thurston? Well, I wanted to see what kind of planes Edward was flying out here. So you're finding out. So what? So he's got four DC-3s, transport planes, heavy cargo carriers. Ha. Could they carry us back to Beirut? They could also carry arms and ammunition, Pagan. And look here. Look at the mud caked on those landing wheels. Red mud. And Jack Buckner said something about red mud just a fuck. Going somewhere, Christian. Hassan, what are you doing out here? I thought I was going to take a quiet stroll before retiring, but those shots rather upset my plans. I don't suppose you know who fired them. It was not I, Thurston, if that's what you are thinking. But I did see some shadowy figure slip away in the darkness. Ah. You have had your share of difficulties out here, haven't you? Strange that others do not share the same troubles. What are you driving at? I was merely referring to the pilot of that plane. He's coming in for a landing. And this time the landing field lights seem to be working perfectly. Good news from me, Norbert. Oui, Monsieur Thurston. That is so. Those who were smuggling arms into the Arabs have been apprehended. A small group of illegal operators in Beirut. So you need have no further concern. Your troubles are over. Very considerate of you to fly to Mercer with the news, Norbert. You could have radioed me. Ah, but I did not come here merely for that, Monsieur. I am on duty for the Customs Department. Huh? Oui, the captured men revealed that they have a cache of arms and ammunition at Le Lac Rouge. The Lac Rouge. Mm-hmm. A small oasis, some 15 miles from here. It supplies water to one of the tap-line pumping stations. How come it's called the Red Lake? Norbert? Oh, the color of the water, monsieur, caused by some uh, chemical in the soil. The entire shore is of red mud. About it, Norbert. You willing to let us fly to Lac Rouge with you? Well, uh, I don't know, Monsieur Edwards. But we are all getting bored with each other's company here, Monsieur Norbert. Hassan, Stephen, and I. Besides, uh, this way you will have some company on a lonesome town. Ah, well, uh, I have never been able to refuse the desires of a beautiful woman, Mademoiselle. Uh, but uh, what of you, Monsieur Thurston? Edwards has a plane ready for me, Norbert, to fly back to Beirut. Now that you've got things under control, why should I stick around? Boy, am I glad to be going back to Beirut. We are not heading for Beirut, Pagan. Huh? What do you mean, why not? Mr. X, it's ganking up on us. We're going to crash again. We're going to crash. Not this time. You're just going in for a dead stick landing. Landing? Landing where? On a natural landing field near the shores of the Lac Rouge.
this is New Lake, Mr. Rex? That's right. It's one of the tap line's pumping stations. Pumping stations? What are we going to do at the... Hold it, hold it, hold it, Pagel. Huh? What is it, Mr. Thurston? Look over there. Near the main piston shaft. Near the... Mr. Rex? Yeah. What's going on over there? A little plan to blow up this pumping station. To, to blow up? Let's get out of here, Mr. Rex. No hurry. Let's talk it over first. Talk it over? Yeah. Need any help with that nitroglycerin? That's right, Norbert. Sorry if I startled you. I wouldn't want you to drop any of those nitro bottles prematurely. But, but what are you doing here? Putting an end to your plan to destroy the tap line. Mr. X, you mean this this no good customer is the one we're after? That's right, Pagon. Some country was paying him off to wreck the tap line. But when his gang was caught in Beirut, he came out here himself to make one last desperate day to blow up this station. Hey, wait a minute, Mr. X. This guy wasn't even at Mirzwa when we crashed. And he couldn't have taken those shots at us. No, but his Arab friends could and they did. They rigged the lights on us and shorted Edward's radio and landing field. Just as they did to Jack Buckley. What happened, Norbert? Did Buckley learn about your scheme? Oui. You're quite correct in everything you have said, Monsieur Thurston. Unfortunately, you will not be able to take me back with you. Mr. Rex, he grabbed one of those bottles of TNT. Yes, I'm about to leave now. And I would not advise your shooting to stop me. If you try, we will all be blown up. <laughs> Perhaps my last desperate gamble did not work. But we have plenty of time, Monsieur Thurston. The winning of an entire world is worth waiting for. He's gone, Mr. Rex. He's gone. We gotta do something. We gotta do something. No hurry, Pagan. But he's got that explosion stuff with him. Maybe he'll use it now to blow us up. Maybe he'll... Mr. Rex. What? What was that? I told you there was no hurry. Hassan's bullet took care of that nitro. And Norbert. Hassan's bullet? What did Hassan have to do with this? Well, it's what the French and the Arabian governments pay him to do, Pagan. You mean he's a desert G-man? That's right. He and I arranged this little get-together before leaving Merzwa. Well, well, what do you know? So I guess we show that no-good crook Norbert where he gets off at. Oh, it's not Norbert who bothers me so much. It's Edwards. And all those like him. Edwards? Yes. We can protect ourselves against the Norbears of this world. But we can't protect ourselves against the... Oh, the selfish and the blind who put their own personal interests above those of freedom. That's where the real danger to democracy lies. We've got to learn that. All of us. Now, here is our star, Mr. Herbert Marshall. Ladies and gentlemen, in the hustle and bustle of your Christmas shopping, have you stopped to realize that there are children who may not receive any Christmas presents this year? You can do something about this by sending a new or used toy to the groups in your own town that are distributing gifts to less fortunate children. Help brighten a child's Christmas by sending a toy to your local groups. And thanks for being with us. Next week, Mr. X goes to the Belgian Congo with Leon Belasco along as chief headhunter, Pagon Zellschmidt. So join us, won't you, when next I return as the man called X. Good night.
The Man Called X is a J. Richard Kennedy production with music composed and conducted by Felix Mills. Tonight's story was written by Sidney Marshall. All characters and incidents on this program are fictitious, and any resemblance to actual characters or incidents is purely coincidental. The Man Called X, starring Herbert Marshall, and Dangerous Assignment, starring Brian Donlevy, have been brought to you by the makers of Panacin for fast relief from pain of headaches, neuritis, and neuralgia. By Chesterfield, the only cigarette that combines mildness with no unpleasant aftertaste. By your local Ford dealer, who is now displaying the new 1951 Ford, the car that's built for the years ahead. And by RCA Victor, world leader in radio, first in recorded music, first in television. Be sure to listen tomorrow evening for The Big Show with Tallulah Bankhead and a great parade of stars, the Sunday night feature of NBC's All-Star Festival. And until next week, same time and station, this is Jack Latham saying good night for The Man Called X. Hear your hit parade next on NBC.